everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to Cox and Crendor in the morning. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Welcome back to the show. And there's snow by the dough. Not here. Ain't no snow flow. on the dough. Not on the flow. Row That's for show. Your boat down the street. Uh huh. No snow. It is. <laughs> it was 80 degrees today. That's pretty hot. It was very hot. It got so hot that I almost turned on air conditioning. That is pretty hot. That's actually. how hot it was. I opened up all the windows and there was no wind and I was like, I can't. It's so hot. So I just stood by a fan all day. Well, here it's five degrees right now. Here's the thing. I'm not going to lie. I kind of miss that weather. Yeah. Like, I grew up on, on the East Coast. so uh, And I lived in Buffalo, New York. So I kind of miss the snow and the cold. Not, yeah. Not too much, mind you. But it's, sort of nostal- it's like a nostalgic miss. Yeah. Like, I just don't see it. I don't see it anymore. It's been years. I don't mind snow when you don't have to drive in it. And I don't mind the cold when it's not, like, really cold. Like, I mean, like, even if it's, like, 20 degrees outside or, like, 10 degrees, if there's no wind, it's not even that bad. Yeah, I, 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 deep in my soul, I think one day I'll end up moving to New York, back to New York. I feel it in my, I feel it in my bones. Back I love L.A., but I, but I feel it in my bones. Like, one day I'll just end up moving back there. Because it's nice. It's, uh, especially New York City. Like, I just want to yeah. go there. It's like you're a hobbit out on a journey, and you're just trying to get back to the Shire. Yeah, man. East Coast. I miss it. I miss it a lot. But at the same time, no, there's no snow here. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's great. But there's no snow here. We'll be at the East Coast for PAX. That's true. That's true. That's Where in we a have few. Our that is in... Like, it, less than a month uh, from now. It is about... Oh, yeah, it is a month. A little yeah. less. Wow. A little less than a month. It's like March 6th or something. Yeah. Our panel is that Saturday, 6 p.m., Bumblebee Room. The Bumblebee Room. The Bumblebee Room. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Bumblebee Theater. I'm excited. I'm I don't think they're going to stream this one, but that it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It'll. If you saw the one that we already did, it'll be just like that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll literally yeah. be just like that, except minus barbecue plus chowder and or fish. <gasps> oh, do they have, like, biscuits? Oh, my special, God. Special, special. We need to find whatever the sp- – look, if you're from Boston, what's the thing we need to eat? Yeah. Clearly clam chowder. What else? Uh, yeah. What That's else the key. There? What else? Hmm. And this yeah, time I'm going to be smart about it. I'm going to have a guy deliver it. Yeah, I'm going to get one of those, plan. like, Eat24 dudes to drive and deliver it. Be like, uh, yeah, I got to deliver here for Cox and Crendor. <laughs> yeah, instead of me, like, going an hour early so by the time we get up on stage, it's... Well, I won't eat it. What am I talking about? Yeah. I'll spend the entire time talking, <laughs> wishing I was eating it, and then afterwards we'll go to the same place we ordered from because I really wanted that food. That's exactly. what will happen. Exactly. Oh, man. I'm glad you're so the thrilled. Dream. And then we'll yeah. answer questions. Yeah, that's really like half of what we do. That's pretty much questions. what we do. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be, we got to start on our book soon. We do have to start on our book. I don't know how we start it though. Maybe maybe we can maybe we can write a chapter. We can write a chapter and then read that live at the panel. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Like like chapter one and it'll be advice. Yeah. 
It'll be ch- our book advice. The chapters will be like sections of advice, like life advice or like school advice or like yeah, it'll be like chap- chapter one. So you've been born. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good chapter one. That's a good chapter one. Chapter one. So you've been born, <laughs> and it'll start. It'll be like, "Welcome to the world, asshole." <laughs> Get used to being called that, because that's what you are. <laughs> the more you know, you're a you're a pooping eating asshole, and your parents have to love you because you came out of one of them and you came from the other. Yeah, until you're eighteen. Yeah, and then they can kick your ass out if they want to, but they love you, so they won't. So take them for all they're worth, you little asshole. Unless they're assholes. In which case, you're born to the right family. <laughs> Perfect. Chapter Boom. one, done. <laughs> chapter done. one's done. Chapter oh, one man. is done. We're so good at this. Our chapters are like David, uh, what's that guy's? David Brown? Something oh, Brown? Dan Brown. Dan Brown, yeah. It's like his novels. Yeah. Where the chapters are like half a page long. <laughs> That's our book. Oh, we should write a Dan Brown novel. Oh, man, we should. Starring starring Dr. Kren Krenderton. Yeah. And his me. And his, his sexy sidekick, Jessica Glasscox. <laughs> Glasscox? Glasscox. Whoa. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good... And they go around solving ancient crimes. <laughs> not like not new crimes. Ancient crimes. Not, not even like cold cases. Ancient <laughs> crimes. <laughs> Who killed Paul Smithington in 1842? We'll find out this week on Ancient Crime Files. <laughs> and then it's like, it's like where they interview all the people, but it's always just us like in different like clothes. In different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. at the end, there's always we, we hire the one guy to just come on and be like, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> that's it and we got like the reenactment scenes with just us like well paul smithington one time rode to the boston tea party to find out whether or not there was a murder there <laughs> the answer <laughs> will surprise you after this and commercial, then we take a commercial break, break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly exactly oh, we know how tv works too well i like <laughs> yeah. how we decided to write a book that instantly became a tv show <laughs> <laughs> there was no, there was a logic leap there that I don't think anyone followed except for us. We were, we were in on it though. Yeah, I was in on it. We were in on it. <laughs> so, spe- speaking of being in on it, uh-huh. have you ever gone to Starbucks? Oh yeah. And looked at the people in Starbucks and thought, what did they, like, what do they know that I don't know? Because, uh-huh. like, everyone there has this weird aura of like. It feels like everyone who's at a Starbucks on their computers, always like 90% an Apple computer. Yeah. They always seem like they're important. Mm-hmm. But if they're at a Starbucks at 1130 in the afternoon, are they important? If they're just sitting there on their computer drinking their latte? Yeah, that's a good question. Are they really important? Or are they want to be important? Because here's the thing. I feel like when I walk in there, like, oh, my God, these people, oh, they're go-getters. But at the same time, they're wearing like... Terry cloth pants, like sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, jackets from Old Navy in 1984. <laughs> and it's like, well, wait a minute. Here's what? the thing. I, I, it blows my mind because cause I, I was in there the other day, and there are all these people surfing the internet on their laptops, drinking giant coffees. And I'm just like, if you can afford to drink a giant Starbucks coffee, you can afford to have your own internet. Yeah. Like, you don't need to take up every seat here. Some of us are here to drink coffee and talk, not have every seat taken by a lone person on a laptop. 
Yeah. It drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. I alternate Starbucks because I got about like twenty around me. So <clears throat> there's uh, one of them. They make really good frappuccinos. Really good frappuccinos. Like best you're gonna find. But they're bad at everything else, and it's kind of small. The other one is like they got good coffee, but they don't do anything else well. The other one is like a mega Starbucks. That's by the mall. It's like open till 1 a.m. That's where everybody goes. And that one is like crazy because it's really big and there's all the clicks there, right? It's like there's the laptop sorry, area. The clicks? Yeah, like the high school cl- type clicks. Except but everybody at is Starbucks. adults. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so there's like the little group of like high school people, like, eh. then there's the laptop people, like, do-do-do-do. Then there's, uh, there's always like little lounge area with a fireplace that always has the like people on dates like, hey, how's it going? Let's sit by the fireplace. It'll be nice and relaxing so we can talk. Then there's like another little section of people like in a corner working. And usually that's taken up by the Asian people. Because so I always look over there and it's always Asian people. And they always look like they're 18. And I'm like, they're probably like 50. I'm not even going to stop you. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you keep going. <laughs> You know, the Asian people, they sit in the corner, taking up the space, <laughs> looking like they're 18. No. No, keep going, please. I wouldn't say that, unless they were, there was, they're like, always there. I wouldn't but say I that, always... unless it was true. Those <laughs> Asian people, they don't age. They're all vampires. <laughs> Asian vampires. <laughs> Asian vampires. Asian Starbucks corner drinking vampires. <laughs> I think we got a new movie on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> then... Uh, there's always this one Starbucks barista guy, and he always works there at the same time, and he's always just like, what up, man? I'm gonna get you your drink. And he sa- he's, like, very chill, like, all the time, no matter what's happening. Like, the place could be burning down. He's just like, I'll get you your drink. Then there's a guy that looks like Will Wheaton, which is kind of weird. He's always, like, really excited. He's like, yo, man, I'm, I'm Will Wheaton, but I'm not. And then, uh, what else? Then there's just kind of random people scattered all over. Those are the main, main groups of that Starbucks. I don't know where I was going with this, but that's what I was that, Yeah, you, you literally went, no. I thought you were going to try and reinforce what I was saying about <laughs> Starbucks being taken over by people who have no business actually being at Starbucks. But whatever. You know what? You know what? That's fine. When they're on their laptops there, I'll like try to scan by them and see what they're looking at. Here's what they're looking at. Either random websites, their yep. Facebook, yep. Uh, like they're doing homework, like studying or doing schoolwork or like projects or whatever, or they're like writing their book. That oh, isn't writing their like, book or their screenplay yeah. or their whatever. And that's it's it. like, can't you do this anywhere else? Yeah. And it's not that I don't care. God bless them. I, I hope that they do wonderful things with their lives and whatever they're working on is great. But the fact that they're always there and every seat's always taken up by the exact same like <laughs> type of person, just like, oh, I'm here to work on my ne- the next great American novel. <laughs> do that at home. Yeah, this is for paying home. customers. Just because you bought a drink four hours ago doesn't mean you get to sit here. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. I remember the one time we went to that Starbucks, the douchey one, uh-huh. and there was an old man there, and he ordered something. Your right? douchey Starbucks or my douchey Starbucks? Your douchey one. Okay. There was an old man there. His name was, like, Frank or something, and he, uh, like, started uh-huh. talking with him. He's like... I sure love coming to this Starbucks. I come here every day. You know what I like about it? And they're just like, what is it, Frank? And they're just like, I just love talking to people. And he just like kept going on and on. And they're just like, here's your coffee, Frank. And he's like, okay. Then he just went and sat down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do they? All right. I still don't know what that has to do with your Starbucks. Like, I feel like you told a <laughs> Starbucks story that made no sense with this conversation. Uh, 
I'm Let's waiting see. for the connection. I'm oh, waiting for a deep here's connection. Here's another time. Okay, so I ordered my coffee, right? And <laughs> the Starbucks has like douchey coffees. Like they have reserved coffees, so sometimes you can get like the Colombian or like uh-huh. the Ponte Ronde or like whatever. Uh huh. And so I got mine, and there's this one girl there, and she knows that I like to get those coffees, and she's, I'm like, which one should I get? She's like, I'd recommend this one. I'm like, all right, I'll get that one. So then. They call they calls it out. They're like, here's the Colombian. And I go to get it. And this Polish dude is just like, walks in front of me and goes for it. I'm like, yo, that's my coffee. He's like, oh, my bad, my bad. And then, <laughs> turns out, he got what a Colombian that? coffee too. <laughs> yeah. What? Just. <laughs> <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no. And then. The Asian table just looked over like that dude was trying to steal the coffee. And I'm like, I know. It's my coffee. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is it's an eventful Starbucks. <laughs> Sounds it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm trying to think of anything important that has occurred this week. Uh, I don't know that anything important has happened to me this week. This week's been pretty lame. Yeah, I don't think anything important's happened to me either. I found out that uh, one of my neighbors has a really fat dog and it amuses me. <laughs> Oh. Like it's a really fat dog. How fat is it? Like it's a it's a, it's a fat pit bull, and it can barely walk. <laughs> and so it just goes, hey, 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 and it takes like little tiny steps. And every hey. time she walk, every time I see her, I have to hold the elevator open for like five minutes because this dog is like, <laughs> it just waddles. It's so cute. I'm like, oh, you poor dog. She's like, don't worry, she'll be along shortly. And I'm like, all right, I'll hold the elevator open. She's like, okay. And the dog just like looks at you, like unsure if it should move or not. And it's like, <laughs> it is so funny. So I don't... That's the important thing that happened to you this week. <laughs> yep, I saw that dog. <laughs> like I've never seen a dog this fat in my life. It is so fat. It's just like. Uh, oh yeah, Will, our friend Will kept texting me and he's like, me and Jesse are going to see this movie about- Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah? I need to tell you about this movie. Okay. Grandor, holy shit. We should have opened with this. People have probably tuned out. They probably probably tuned out. They're like, Starbucks? No one gives a shit. This- Oh my god. Oh my god, I forgot. I think I blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> I think I blocked it. Guys, I'm going to share something with you. Mm-hmm. Something mind-blowing. I'm going to have to go on Twitter to like remember everything that happened with this. So, there's a movie called The Last American Virgin. Uh-huh. And from the title of it, one would think that this was a, you know, coming-of-age tale about a young boy who probably was a virgin. And how it was like everyone he knows is getting laid except for him, right? Yeah. Let me uh, let me change your mind here. <laughs> so, right. basically, the way it starts is this young kid who is a pizza delivery guy who, in the start of the movie, mind you, they load maybe 120 pizzas in the back of his car, and they're like, and it like does like an intro scene of like him driving through L.A. delivering 120 pizzas. I don't know that that's a thing that ever happened. He drives all around L.A. Like, first off, immediately you're taken out of it. Like, no, this isn't right. Yeah. So it's a story about this boy who is sort of like, I'm trying to think. We thought this movie was going to be American Pie, Crendor. We thought it was going to be a 1980s American Pie. 
Yeah. It said it was going to be like Porky's. It said after Porky's came out, this movie came out right after. If you haven't ever seen Porky's, go watch it. It is a raucous good time. But this movie was supposed to be in the same vein. And we thought this would be great. This would be so much fun. Yeah. Let me explain to you some of the things that are in this movie. Okay. In the first hour of this film alone, we have a uh, bunch of guys, these three friends, go out to a uh, like diner, pick up three girls by saying they have Coke back at their house. The, the girls only want to have that Coke. Then they go back to the house, and the whole plan is that they're going to bang these three girls. The three guys are going to get with these three girls. Mm-hmm. One dude, the sexy guy, gets with the hot girl. Okay. The, the like short, fat guy gets with the second most hot girl. And then the main character is left with the girl who no one wanted to sleep with, right? Yeah. But she's the girl who wants to do the most coke. Of course, they have no coke. So they, they, they give them, like, powdered sugar or something. And so it's <laughs> them snorting powdered sugar, trying to get these girls fake high. Then, the main, as the other two dudes go off to, like, have sex with these girls, the main guy is busy trying to get the, the one girl's brawl off while she's eating chips. <laughs> So he's basically molesting this girl as she's eating chips, ignoring him. <laughs> then his parents come home and see this going on and freak out. The sex, like the, the hot, sexy guy and, and the attractive woman jump out of the bed and they run away. And they're like half naked and everyone's screaming and laughing. And they all run into the car. And then the one girl who was with the like fat kid, uh, they're in the parents' bedroom. And she's like, I'm going to get naked. But if you want to join me in the bed, you can in 100 seconds. Go outside and you wait. So Fat Kid goes outside and starts stripping down, and then the parents walk in the bed and see the girl, and she's like, ah! And so the girl leaves. Mind you, Fat Kid's still outside counting. So, of course, because this is the 80s, the mother's like, I need to lie down. And so she lies down, and the dad goes outside to figure out what's going on. And, of course, Fat Kid comes back in, jumps in bed, and tries to have sex with the mom. God. This is maybe the first five minutes of this movie, Crandor. <laughs> maybe. It is, it is insane. Following that, the next day, it starts out with a scene of them at school, and they're in a locker room, and this nerdy guy, who I think might be the dude from Portlandia, I'm almost positive it is, yeah. is like, he's like, I'm a nerdy guy, and I drilled a hole into the girls' locker room so I can see women. So, like, you immediately get, like, a bunch of girls who are naked. And we're thinking, oh, all right, we get this. This is like a really bad, cheesy 80s, like, teenager movie. Yeah. Nope, because then all the boys come in and see him doing that. And they're like, oh, look at him. He has to look at girls through the hole. That's probably because his dick's too small. And he's like, really? Let's measure. <laughs> what? All the boys in the locker room disrobe, and the main character and his friends measure their dicks. Oh. Everyone's penis is measured. Turns out the nerdy guy has the biggest dick in the room. Here's the <laughs> – it's my – it's – this is maybe 15 minutes of this movie now. <laughs> okay. Then, while delivering pizzas, they run into an old Spanish woman. And the, old Sp- uh, the main character runs into an old Spanish woman. The, main, the, the Spanish woman, she then is like, if you ever want to do me, just let me know. So he doesn't do her. He brings his friends back. And then they proceed to run a train on an old Spanish woman, Crendor. What? Yes. Wait, what? And then her like boyfriend from the Navy comes home and chases them out and starts hitting them. It's crazy. And then, this is maybe 35 minutes in this movie. Then, they steal the nerdy kid's car, drive it into the ocean, and they're like friends with him the next day. Then, they decide to go sleep with the prostitute, and they all get crabs. (laughs) And then, this guy falls in love with this girl. The entire premise of the film is that the main character has fallen in love with this girl. A creepy fascination with her, and she's not at all interested in him. 
Okay. Not at all. She loves the sexy guy, yeah. right? But here's the thing. The girl that he likes, her friend, loves the main character. And she's like this nerdy girl, but nerdy in the way that if you removed her glasses, she'd be the hottest person in the room. Yeah. Like, they did that weird, like, we gave her glasses and braces. Whatever. Take those off. She is smoking hot. Yeah. Anyway, so what happens is the best friend, uh, the like, sexy best friend, sleeps with the girl he loves, gets her pregnant. He then, the next day, breaks up with her. <laughs> so the main character in what may be the craziest scene I have ever seen in a movie... <laughs> He's like, he's like, look, I'm your friend. He goes up to this girl that he's loved the entire time. He's like, I love you. I want to help you. Let's get you an abortion. What? They get an abortion. She goes to the abortion doctor. He goes around trying to get money all to a U2 song. And what? not like a sad U2 song, like an upbeat U2 song. What the shit? Then, immediately afterwards, they do it. <laughs> then, I'm not, like, it just progressively gets great. Then... When he, he thinks he finally got her, he buys her a pendant. He's going to go talk to her. Then at the end, he goes back. Guess what? She's with the other guy again. Crandor. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh, my God. I'm not going to spoil how it ends. I just want to let you know. It is insane. Go watch this movie. Literally, go watch The Last American Virgin. It might be the craziest effing film. When the end credits roll, you will be like, what the shit did I just watch? That does sound like the craziest movie I've ever I've heard. I've never about. in my life. Apparently, it's based off an Israeli uh, series of films that was very, very popular. But this movie only made like I don't know, like three bucks or something. I mean, it was insane. Oh. Like no one saw this movie. Yeah. It is the worst. <laughs> Literally the worst until you see the end. Then you see the end, and you'll be like, "This." I don't know if this was good or bad. <laughs> like Quindor, I can't. It rivals the ending of Rage. Oh wow. I was in a room with our friend Will, Jared, um, Schroeder. Like, this whole group of people were in a room together. Yeah. At the end, everyone was silent until someone was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) It was complete silence. If you want to go back to February 6th, you can look at the tweets we we tweeted, and there's maybe like 15 tweets in a row of me just losing my mind. (laughs) I don't even know how to describe this to people. Like, it was – like, that's just some of the things I can remember off the top of my head. Like, you that just got to experience movie. it? You have to experience it. You must go experience this movie. All right. I sat there the entire there's – a, there's a tweet that's basically about how I sat there with my mouth open the entire time. Because <laughs> I couldn't – I just couldn't fathom what I was watching. Well, it was crazy. Like I it was crazy. Now. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. Crendor, you have to watch it and report then back. report back. I need you oh, to let man. me know that it was as crazy as I said it was because it is nuts. Right. It is the nuttiest thing I've ever seen. Like, I just, I can't even, there's so many things that happened in that movie that I can't remember off the top of my head. It's just, I don't, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Uh, like, it scarred me. It <laughs> legitimately scarred me. Well, all right. I guess I'll have to, I'll have to see it and then believe in the heart of the cards. Yep, you will. Uh, speaking of seeing and believing... Worst segment ever. <laughs> it's time to go to Cox and Gendor in the Sky Chapter Counter. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> Whatever. It's too late. Keep going. Uh, oh, hey, I, uh, I'm not used to just getting getting called upon so rapidly like that. Uh, let's go. We're in the sky right now looking down at Sam Smeaton and uh, Eric Badar. It appears they're having a 
having a good old-fashioned uh, arm wrestling match over a skittle right now. So uh, we'll come back to that sometime in the near future to see who won that, because I don't think that's going to be over anytime soon. Also, uh, it appears Gregor's Masiag has left us a note, which just showed up on the Chapter Copter in the Sky uh, Note Festival uh, appearing magic screen. And he says that Polish sausage is also called kielbasa. Thanks, Gregors. Back to you. Thanks, Krendor. Uh, it's still Polish sausage. Yeah. Although, now that means every time we go to, when we go to PAX uh, East, every time someone talks, we have to make them say kielbasa. Yeah, kielbasa. 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 Apparently he's from Poland, so he knows this. Yeah, well, you know what? Send us Polish sausage then. Yeah. Real Polish sausage. Polish sausage and kielbasa. And kielbasa. 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 All right, so what is going on in the world of weather? Kielbasa. Kielbasa. Uh, uh, oh, God. Uh, weather. Uh, hold on. Wappy. One, two, four. Wappy activated. Wappy is searching. Greenfield Park, New York, two degrees Fahrenheit, feels like negative 14, mostly cloudy, wind west-northwest, 10 miles per hour, gusts to 17 miles per hour, wear a coat. <laughs> Thanks, Wappy. Thanks, Wappy. <laughs> That's the best purchase we ever made. <laughs> yep. That's where that Patreon money goes. That's where it goes. Everybody wonders. All right, uh, and sports. Sports. Uh, man, we got some crazy sports today. We got, um, Den- Denver... Peyton Manning meets with the Broncos on Thursday to discuss whether he's going to play again or retire or if they even want him back. Get out. He's gone. Just leave here, Peyton Manning. Come on. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, and pretty much this is the time of the year where, like, no, like, big sports are happening besides, like, basketball. <laughs> Actually, hockey's happening. But they're kind of in their, like, middle of the season points. Like, once they get to the playoffs, then it actually matters. But aside from that, it's kind of like, I don't know. Are there any crazy sports we should know about? Oh, yeah. Uh, crazy sports stories. Oh, man. Ten crazy sports stories you missed in 2014? Hold Uh-oh. on. Uh-oh. The second biggest bullfight in the world was canceled because the Bulls won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go Bulls. After Pamplona, the second biggest bullfight is the San Isidro Festival in Madrid which kicks off the bullfighting season in Spain. This year, things didn't go exactly as planned. Traditionally, bullfights pit three matadors against six bulls, with each matador taking on two bulls. At San Isidro, the three matadors couldn't get past the first two bulls. First up was 33-year-old matador David Mora, who was gruesomely gored by a 560-kilogram black bull named Deslio. After Mora was taken out of the ring, matador Antonio Nazare finished off... Deslio with his sword. What? Yeah, they kill the bulls at the end of bullfights. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why every once in a while it's, it's kind of fun to hear about the bull getting back. Yeah. And the third matador. I, li- I like to think that, they, that they're actually fighting the 1994 Chicago Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Pippen Rodman and didn't make it, but they couldn't take down Jordan. <laughs> they couldn't take down Jordan. Apparently Scottie Pippen doesn't tip. All the people around here, like at restaurants and stuff, called him No Tippin' Pippin'. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty great. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The third matador, Saul Jimenez Fortes, then entered the ring and Fetton uh, gored him in the right leg and pelvis, fighting through the pain. Right in the balls. Yep, got him right in the balls. 
Uh, Fortes eventually killed Fenton, but the bullfighter had to quit in order to get treatment. <laughs> what a stupid... <laughs> like, why do they even do this? Because it's like a thing. It's like a, it's like a, you know, a Spanish thing. Damn it, Spain. <laughs> Damn you and your d- delicious paella. <laughs> paella, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a really great story. Yeah, I'm going to save these. The other these. four bulls were just, you know, on the sidelines, as usual. Like, Damn it, Jordan. He gets to do everything. If I had bulls, I'd name them after the 94 bulls. Yeah, I would, too. Let's no be clear. If I owned it. a stable of bulls, I'd name them after the bulls. Oh, I thought I heard a Michael Jordan story recently. So Did so I? when the bulls gored people, they could be like, Michael Jordan gored a man today. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty uh, Pippen took out a man's eye. It was awful. <laughs> Apparently, Michael Jordan misspelled President Obama's name on a gift. How could you misspell it? I guess he misspelled Barack. Oh, did he leave out the C? He said B A R R A C K. Oh, so he added one extra R. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Like, whatever. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, instead of Barack, he named him Barack. Yeah, Barack. <laughs> Barack. <laughs> Barack. I am Barak, fourth <laughs> guardian of Mordor. <laughs> there, there should have been one named Barak. Yeah, an orc yeah, leader cool. named Barak. Yeah. Barack oh, Obama. <laughs> that does sound like an orc. Look, it our does. president may or may not be an orc. Versus Barak. Barack Obama. All right. Uh, that's, that's sports. That's it. That's sports. All right, what's our big news story of the day? Since Valentine's Day is coming up, we got the weirdest Valentine's gifts you can get. Nice. Uh, one of them, sexy surgeon's mask. Need to okay. create mystery with your lover or simply don't want to get measles? This sexy surgeon mask is a way to say yes, yes with your eyes. Wait, saying, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Almost everyone who has the measles right now is a little kid. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not want to get measles while kissing your little girlfriend? <laughs> Also, I'm pretty sure I've been vaccinated for that. I'm pretty so, sure most people have. Yeah, people like not born in the year 2000 plus. Yeah. So. All right. Well, th- I mean, that's a thing. But uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to get that, yeah, you can also get an eraser ring. It's a ring, but it's a big eraser. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you have an image of this? I do. Hold on. I want to see go. this. This is an eraser ring. <laughs> <laughs> That is the stupidest. That's like something you would give a kid in maybe first grade as like a prize for showing up to class. <laughs> yeah. Like you made it today, Jim Jim. <laughs> Thanks, teacher. There's <laughs> something you get for like five tickets at Chuck E. Cheese. As a yes, kid. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, Thanks, teacher. Like who would give this to someone on Valentine's Day? Good God, you were really... I wanted a Chuck E. Cheese. You know, you know who would give this to someone? Someone who like has that like. They're they're both little like quirky people. Oh like, yeah, they're both you're right. Zoe Deschanel's. <laughs> yeah. Two Zoe Deschanel's are dating each other, and one gives the other one this. That's, oh, wow, that's Zoe, exactly what's great. Thanks, Zoe. I love you too, Zoe. <laughs> oh, we're so quirky together. Let's sing a song on a ukulele. I love to sing on the ukulele. <laughs> I love to sing with you too. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, there's a mood sign, perhaps the greatest invention ever created for a couple. The mood sign is a simple way for a woman or man to signal whether they are in the mood. Red means stop and blue means don't stop. And they're wearing big, like, containers. What? the shit is this? Well, I need a photo of this, too. Yeah, you need a photo of this. Look at this thing. That's, what is this? Wait, what? Yeah. 
They're like, it's like they're wearing Minecraft blocks. It does look like they, they their arms were amputated off and they were replaced. <laughs> like this is this is the plot of some horror movie. <laughs> like like yes, man's gonna be like mankind right. was better with red and blue blocks. <laughs> it's like air traffic control. Like I am ready to engage in the intercourse. If if you are with someone and you have to use this to tell what your your <laughs> like the person you're having sex with wants to do, you've got more problems than just having sex with them. <laughs> or your Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> <laughs> two Zoe Deschanel's wearing these we're so quirky uh, and uh, <laughs> next up we have the black lingerie apron it's an apron it's like one of those stupid t-shirts people wear where it's like I'm a bikini model but it's not a t-shirt so it looks like I am but I'm not yeah uh, Klingon. Zoe, Zoe's like that's so cute. <laughs> like all of these are just the perfect gift for Zoe Deschanel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Klingon blood wine. I mean, okay. <laughs> you think you have a problem shopping for Valentine's Day gifts? It's amplified by one thousand when your special someone is a Klingon. Luckily, this what? blend of male. But <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Huffington Post. <laughs> Pretty sure. Uh, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, if you're dating an alien, you might want to... If you're dating a fictional alien, you might want to get them blood wine. Your lover will appreciate the gift so much, he or she will shout, Yalap Wasechok Maka. Here's the thing. If they, if you really were dating a Cleon, and yeah. you bought them blood wine that was made on Earth, yeah, it wouldn't necessarily... They would be offended. Yeah, they'd be offended. Then they would kill you. Yep. And make their own blood wine out of your blood. Yeah, that's stupid. You're stupid. Yeah, you're stupid. Um, your very own personal stalker. Wh- what? It's a little, like, personal stalker toy. It says, sometimes it's hard to find the right way to tell someone you're seriously obsessed with them in a way that goes beyond normal boundaries of acceptable behavior. For those people, there's the personal stalker. Your lover, your lover will probably appreciate it as a little joke until it's not funny anymore. What the shit? What? No, I'm pretty sure no normal person's gonna be like, "Wow, this is great." None of this sounds great. Yeah, no one would buy these. Um, Who invented these? People with too much free time. Yeah, way too much free time. A super heroine. I still, I'm still looking at these two with the blocks on their arms. The guy is so excited. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I got a block for an arm." <laughs> and the woman's like, "Red means no, dear." He's like, "Yeah, block arm." <laughs> Uh, you can buy a super heroin photo session. What? Yeah, it's just like a photo session where you get to be like Captain America or like, you know. Just... Oh, super. I thought you meant like heroin, heroin, like the drug. <laughs> no. like, I was gonna... like, super heroin, what? No, you, no. Then you're like, you get to be Captain America. I was like, ugh. Don't, don't <laughs> know that's heroin. the case. <laughs> Captain America doing heroin. <laughs> you get to dress up like Captain America and do heroin. <laughs> Yeah, party America, there's here. crime to fight. Not now, kid. Need my fix. Party at Captain America's house. <laughs> uh, fast food themed underwear. Uh huh. Yep, that's what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I choose you stuffed animal, except it's C H E W S, and it's like a zombie dude, and he's got a little heart that says "I choose you." I get that. That's stupid. Mm hmm. A giant heart shower curtain. It's just a big shower curtain with a heart on it. Like a real heart. Why, seriously, why would you buy anyone for Valentine's Day a shower curtain? I have no idea. In the idea. history of Valentine's Day, has anyone ever bought a shower curtain for someone? Like, I love you, baby. 
Here's a shower curtain. <laughs> like, I really need to know this. In the history of this holiday, <laughs> has anyone ever bought anything anyone? I, I feel like there's one guy. Like, maybe that guy from that, that cheap, cheap show. Like, I found I this on the street. I found it in the garbage. It's still good. <laughs> It'll get water and soap on it anyway. <laughs> uh, she's like, oh, he was going to get me nothing. I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Is there any other good ones? Dairy Queen spoon in a velvet case. Uh, I don't. I don't. A chocolate text. It's literally like a chocolate box with like texts, like pieces of chocolate with letters on them. Like, have a weird Valentine's Day, all in chocolate. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, no. Nope. Leather covered heart shaped pill box. Chocolate what, what? boob heart. Take your pills. <laughs> you can put your hair on and you dress up as Captain America. <laughs> then you'll end up looking like this dude with the blue box on his hand. Like, yeah, I'm going to do it tonight. No, you're not. Uh, sex position, playing cards. What? <laughs> They're just playing cards, but instead of, like, the king or queen and stuff, they have, like, sex positions. Who finds that awesome? Like, hey, baby, for Valentine's Day, I got you playing cards, doing it playing cards. Oh, my God. Best gift of my life. Zoe Deschanel's like, it's so quirky. (laughs) I couldn't think up any cards or positions, so now I'm glad I got some ideas on the playing cards. These are way more boring than what I usually do. Oh, awesome. We like to ride bikes. No, (laughs) we like to ride unicycles while we do it. (laughs) <laughs> listen to old time rag music. Well, play the ukulele. That's the music that plays in Zodation Hell Death Sex. And finally, Riddler Boxers. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so uh, make sure to not get those gifts for Valentine's Day. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of want this box. This is, look at this dude. He's having so much fun with this box. <laughs> I can't not look away this photo. He's like, yeah. He's doing the Jesse pose, but with a box. <laughs> Every photo I take is this is basically me, but it's with a box. That's true. Yeah. Or you're Zoe Deschanel, in which case these are great gifts. Yes. If you're just, if Zoe Deschanel's listening right now, I love you. Marry me. Yeah. You're just so quirky. That's <laughs> uh, that. Anyway, guys, that's it. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode. And as always, to be continued.